Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Jessen Bradshaw. Jessen, you're the CEO of Energy Ogre. <laughs> what a cool name. And, and actually, I like the branding and everything. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for letting me come on and speak to your listeners. Absolutely. All right. So high level, who is that? Who is the Energy Ogre? Well, it's a, it's a brand that we put in place to really combat a lot of the misinformation and a lot of the overwhelmed uh, issues that consumers in the competitive electricity markets in Texas have been dealing with for some time. So um, it's a very crowded space in the the electricity side and in the provider side. And there's a tremendous amount of in, uh, you know advertising and huge amounts of overload for end consumers. So we wanted to build a brand that was uh, clearly different than the retailers themselves are, uh, was memorable and might catch somebody's attention to uh, let them give us a, a try to help them. All right. So for those of us outside the state of Texas, uh, explain this like I'm five. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty simple. I mean, it sounds simple. You know, the devil's in the details of how it all gets implemented. But uh, in January of 2002, the the Texas market for electricity uh, opened up on a competitive basis to about 75% of the state. So that meant for the first time, uh, you know, homeowners and small business owners and large industrial consumers could really make a decision as to who they wanted to serve their electricity. And so the nice part of that really has been we moved away from more of a cookie cutter type structure like a tariff structure usually is where one size fits all mm. to really being able to to come up with the different kinds of plans that really fit these end customers needs and it's it's been it's been pretty interesting and it also provides a framework for there to be a lot of innovation uh you know whether it's has to do with folks putting in solar installations or them doing you know certain kinds of demand response things. There's a way to make those things work. It's very market reactive, mm-hmm. unlike the, the old kind of regulated structure. So that's where this whole thing started from. And, you know, I think about, you know, the, the challenges that folks had here. Electricity is one of those things that people don't really think about until it's not there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all that's busy. true, and and then the whole nation's eyes are on. <laughs> yeah, everybody's uh, on a region like a laser beam. Um, but you know, it's it's interesting because you know sometimes thinking about your electricity is almost like um, I, I I happen to love my dentist, but I, I she gets mad at me every time I say it. But you know, it's like going to the dentist; you just don't think about it. It's not you know, it's like it, it's same issue for folks that are not in a competitive market. Think about insurance you know, uh, car insurance, most people probably have a sense that they might be able to save a little bit of money by shopping around for a different policy, but we all get busy with our lives mm-hmm. or with our, 
you know, uh, cell phones or, you know, our cable provider or our internet provider, like we, all these types of services, these kind of basic utility services, there's, there's a competitive landscape, but sometimes it can be overwhelming to, to look through all the different options. There's a lot of industry speak that's associated with those things. And, and a lot of times people, you know, we all have more important things to do with our limited time. Uh, everything competes for our time. And so it's very easy to put those things on the back burner. So that's what we built this business to solve, uh, mm-hmm. specifically for folks in the electricity space here in the competitive markets in Texas. Okay. So uh, again, just so I understand, so consumers would go to Energy Ogre. And as, as I understand, so in Texas, you can choose your provider. Is that, is that it? You, and you have multiple the competition, which in theory sounds good. Um, obviously, I, and maybe you could give me a 30 second answer to this. You don't have to give me the full, but what went wrong this past winter? <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't have anything to do with the competitive market. Yeah. It, it's really had a function to, you know, it's a number of different things. But one, first, first and foremost, historical, historically cold weather that we just don't, we just don't experience that in Texas very often. And we broke records that have been around for 130 years. So that's the first and most important part of that. Two is because it's such an anomalous situation. We had issues with respect to fuel supply to a lot of our power plants. And we've also changed the constituency of of really what our power generation portfolio is here. So we have a lot more non-dispatchable resources, i.e. renewable resources, Mm -hmm. compared to what we had on on a percentage basis maybe 10 years ago. And, and that does make a difference uh, in terms of what's available to run when we need it to run. So it was, it was a confluence of a lot of factors, um, but I don't think that has anything at all to do with the competitive market. In fact, I still chuckle with you know people here that I still there's still some um, you know interesting arguments that are made. But you know today in Houston, I pay less for electricity than I did in 2002. So. The, the competitive market's been just a gargantuan value transfer back to uh, consumers in the state of Texas. It's been a huge success. Unfortunately, there's still a non-trivial uh, you know, amount of the population base that doesn't fully get the value out and they don't make full use of the competitive market, mm. but it's been, it's been a huge win for consumers in the state. Yeah. So, um, so we go back to kind of the beginning of Energy Ogre and where did the idea come from to kind of in, insert yourself there as a uh, kind of a pro-consumer, uh, let's let's give a little clarity here to all the options. I, I, because I think part of it is, you know, there's a little bit of a risk right now. It seems like there's, you know, there's confusion. Um, you, you might think that the state or some larger body would say, ah, listen, we need to make this a lot simpler for consumers. Like for example, you know, healthcare.gov, I think the intent is to kind of give you a side-by-side kind of thing. Um, Were you nervous about, well, we'll build it, but at any time the state could come in and just kind of (laughs) negate where, you know, our our necessity. Yeah. I mean, I think the, uh, maybe I can answer that in a couple of different ways. So, you know, we're, I, have been in this industry for a very long time. I've been doing this since the mid nineties, since it really opened on a competitive basis at the federal level on the wholesale side. And then subsequently, as these markets opened up on the retail side. So it's interesting if you've been around a space for a while, you start to really see these gaps that continue to form. And, you know, immediately prior to this, I actually had a business that we owned a retail electricity provider. And so there's a lot of lessons learned around what kind of things really 
are problematic for us as a retailer? And what if I had what if I had a whole consumer base that was a bunch of educated consumers? Do I want to have a bunch of, of folks that don't really understand what I'm selling to them? Or if I had a bunch of sophisticated consumers, can I do a bunch more interesting stuff and, and really make use of some of these more sophisticated risk management tools? And so when we started looking at, at forming Energy Ogre, there was a huge need in this space, mm-hmm. but no one had really done this because it was hard. <laughs> Yeah. You know, we had to create a bunch of infrastructure and algorithms and figure out ways to solve problems that nobody else had kind of done before. And, you know, this is not, you know, everyone in this space, I I laugh when I talk to folks in the oil patch where, you know, a lot of people are are in the EMP business, which is exploration and then production. And the exploration side is the sexy side where those guys, you know, the, the notions you have of the wildcatters that are out there finding a new formation and, you know, making hundreds of millions of dollars on, you know, leasing some land and having a big bet turn out the way they want it to. The production side is really mundane. You know, uh, you want to be bone crushingly efficient with the way you actually operate your business, but that's not sexy compared to, you know, going out there and finding the, uh, finding the big score. And that's kind of what we saw in this space that, doing the kind of work that we're doing, uh, aligning ourselves exclusively with the customer. And that never really been done before because it's hard and it's not the, the highest margin opportunity in this space. So we found, we found an area that we had to work really hard to, to bring a solution that we knew the market really needed. Um, and it was one of those places where, you know, it was going to, it's going to limit the number of competitors that were going to come in here uh, behind me because you know, it's it's not as much margin as the next guy that might want to form a retailer and and you know sell electricity to a consumer at a at a higher than they should be priced. So that that's kind of the the genesis of how we got to where we got to is really mm-hmm. identifying this huge hole. And for us, you know, the the state may be very well intentioned in a lot of things, but it's very because this work is so difficult. Um, there wasn't a huge risk that I think the state was going to come in and and you know make us obsolete. Uh, the the larger risk was to uh, to to write us out of existence by regulatory fiat. Um, and so as as well as uh, uh, energy ogre being a solution for consumers, how do you engage with businesses? Sure. Well, you know, as you might well imagine, most businesses, small and large, in Texas. Uh, we're the first to really uh, understand the benefits of of the competitive marketplace. And so there was a, a real early tradition here um, in, in in having brokers and, and con- outside consultants really work closely with small, medium and large businesses and industrial consumers to cut their costs significantly, to give them a competitive edge, um, not only against their competitors in, in the state or in the city, mm-hmm. but, you know, on, on a regional, if not national and international scale. So that there's a very robust market in here. And, and for Energy Ogre, what we really focus on is uh, we work a lot with small business owners um, because we tend to help them you know, in their own homes and we help them with their businesses. But we also tend to, to every one of these businesses employs a, a consumer, uh, 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 has an employee base. And so one of the things that we're able to do is you know, let's just say for the sake of argument that we're able to save an average consumer, 
500 to $1,000 a year in their mm-hmm. electricity costs mm-hmm. for a business through their human resources department or as a benefit that's, a, that's you know, low cost or a free benefit to introduce us in that situation, they're able to put more of their you know, employees wages and keep them in their own pockets by introducing us into you know, a de facto benefits package. Yeah. So we work pretty closely with a number of you know, businesses and associations uh, that, that have a, a, a real uh, desire to work with and, and, and be good to their employees. Yeah, so, um, and again, for consumers, it's 10 bucks a month, right? Right. Right. It's, uh, it's my, my, my business partner likes to say, uh, it's buying us a hamburger a month. And did you already share this, like the average savings that, that consumers typically find when they use energy ogre? Sure. Yeah. We, we see, it depends on the home, like how large those are, but, you know, generally speaking for most of our customers, they're saving between 600 and $1,200 a year. Hmm. We've had some that have saved up to twenty thousand uh, in one year. That, that uh, some of those folks have just preposterously large homes, and I doubt that uh, the twenty thousand they'd miss it that much. But nobody likes to give away money for nothing. But uh, yeah, it's it's some of the outcomes are amazing. Uh, you'd be shocked to to see them. <laughs> and and where does Energy Ogre go from here? So we're right now we're recording this middle of twenty twenty one. Over the next three to five years, what what do you expect to happen? Well, I think that we're right at the precipice of this new, there's going to be a sea change and we're starting to see this percolate already. Um, there's some rulemaking at the federal level that's happening in conjunction with um, a lot of these initiatives that are happening on, on a state by state basis and really mm-hmm. kind of a, a capturing of the imagination and the awareness of the consuming public. But we're right in the middle of this transition to energy sustainability and renewables and all different types of, of things. But that's happening at the same time we have a convergence of other kinds of technologies, um, in-home devices, not necessarily IoT types of things, but our, our telecommunications infrastructure um, and, and our interconnectedness of, of, of our home networks. We're really kind of at the very beginning of starting to introduce some price elasticity of demand in on the consumer side of the equation. And and that's a real beneficial thing on a number of different fronts. Uh, The way electricity has always been produced, delivered and consumed, the consumers, they don't really see the the cost effects in real time Mm -hmm. of what it takes to to manufacture and deliver that electricity to them. We tend to to spread those costs out over a fairly long period of time, Um, but there is a, a far more elegant solution to start to incent customers to change their consumption behaviors around price. And so we have a we have this convergence of a lot of these different parts and pieces that are all kind of coming together simultaneously. And you know, for us, because we touch these consumers so much in, in the competitive markets, um, I think we're going to be one of the first that's going to be able to integrate some of these uh you know, demand management and demand response types of uh, activities into uh, the way we, we contract the overall for, you know, residential customers here in Texas. So that's a place that we're really working hard on. It, it just makes a ton of sense. We've had a number of revolutions on the wholesale generation side and the way we, we, we it used to be that each utility looked at their own assets and they made a unit 
uh, dispatch on their own economics. And that's all kind of changed where everyone pools their resources together and they make the most cost-effective ones run. Yeah. And we just haven't really translated some of that efficiency over to the consumer side. And and that's forthcoming. All right. If you're in the state of Texas, energyogre.com, when you go there, uh, it's pretty simple. You just click on the big button that says, find out what you could save. And anything else? Yeah, no, we we try to put free resources out there. So we have a savings calculator that Mm -hmm. lets folks, you know, it's, it's a no obligation just to get an idea of what's going on. And we try to make it as simple as possible. Wherever we can, we just try to make it simple and uh, reduce the need for someone to have to worry about this. They just, you know, our goal here is to make sure we manage our, our customers' houses like it's our house. So the goal is to make it as simple as we possibly can. Awesome. Jess and Bradshaw, CEO of Energy Ogre, found on the web at energyogre.com. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.